There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Uh, Ross, the producer, you're fired. Get up, go home. <laughs> no, wait, wait, Already? wait, 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 Ross, before you leave, uh, I have some questions for you. Uh, is this show. Is the name, the title, the Krabby Coffee Shop? Uh, you might have to get the lawyers do- uh, down there. Is it copyrighted? Do do we own that? Does does HBI own that? I actually believe that we do because we've placed it on merchandise. Okay, that's good. Uh, because John, you sent me a tweet this morning um, yeah. about a coffee shop in I don't know in London, England, uh, somewhere. I don't don't really care. But it's F Coffee. Is that right? It's uh, yeah, F.U. It's coffee? Two, it, well, it's the two words put together. It's the F word and coffee put together, right? Oh. Yeah. If I remember correctly. That seems really... Are they against coffee? Because I can get behind that. <laughs> the coffee culture. You know... Ooh, I the, need my coffee. Oh, right. The coffee... Yeah. You know, I, I just realized it's kind of uh, semi, a little bit ironic that you work uh, on this show. It, you're actually the driving force on this show. No. And you don't drink coffee at all. <laughs> you don't do caffeine well, at all. Yeah. Well, I used to. I was just trying to maybe calm myself down, and then I figured out I just had anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's other things that'll take care of that. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> uh, but go ahead john as far as the name goes i just i just looked at it again it if you put the two words together the f word and then the the offy uh-huh. yeah get it so oh i see that's kind of clever i like that yeah f e so put the word in there kenny but don't say it out loud gotcha so it's telling you to bleep offy do you think the concept of the, the Krabby Coffee Shop was initially Roycey and I because we didn't like going places, coffee shops, one of them, where the counter help, how are you doing today? What are your plans today? Isn't it a nice day? How are you been? Oh. What's your plan? And we're like, you know, if we ran a coffee shop, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but do you think that concept would work? My idea for a Krabby, the Krabby Coffee Shop would be, just an empty coffee shop where you serve yourself and <laughs> the payment is on the honor system. And yeah, I'm just wondering, a scan and go. Yeah. Yeah, and you can sit there if you want, but there nobody's going to help you. You And somebody's going to have to make the coffee or it's going to have to be one of those big giant machines. Uh, maybe somebody in the back room will yeah, come out. Yeah, they're and, just behind a wall. Right, it's right. It's like a beer taps except it's coffee. Yeah, and, and I'm yeah, – exactly. And I'm wondering – would that work? Yeah. Do I you think, think so? so? It would for me. <laughs> I mean, look at all the stuff when you go into a convenience store, all of the um 
all of the stuff. Yeah. I can't think of the ones in particular, but they have so many things right. that you can add your coffee, make them a latte, all this stuff. Do we really need these right. big brand coffee shops? And the new craze now is um, drive-through coffee shops where you can't even go inside. It's yeah. just a, like a, a, a building a little bit bigger than a kiosk. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. you can order a sandwich and coffee and be on your way. Well, I, uh, so this would be the opposite. There's no drive-through. There's no help. There's just an empty room with maybe a few <laughs> TV screens, uh, and you can't change the channel. Do you want people in there or not? I wouldn't mind, I guess. Okay. Well, are you going to offer Wi-Fi? Because people will park their ass in a coffee shop and just yeah. do all their work all day. I guess I wouldn't mind if they would continue to buy coffee. How about you cut off their Wi-Fi every hour? <laughs> they have to re-enter and pay for another cup or every two hours. That's brilliant. I like that. Not two hours, though. 30 minutes oh, or less. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Those are for short transactions on the Internet. Right. And should they just be tables or private booths with curtains? No. Okay. Now this is something different. <laughs> yeah, it's getting weird now. <laughs> and then my second question, does it have to be – so if it's a place of business, that means you have to be handicapped, accessible, and you can't smoke. I want to have smoking oh. in my coffee shop. So that means it would have to be a private club situation, right? Uh-huh. And anybody who's in the club, you can go in there, but you're going to have to deal with the smoke. What about just another room for smokers? Like a whole other room that's just as big. It's the smoke, smoke room. It's fine. I mean. I would say the main room, the door you walk into would be the smoking room. And if you don't want to smoke, sure. you can go stand outside and back. Okay. I think you're going to cut off half of your customers, though. Yeah, I'm just people saying. don't like uh, smoking anymore. I don't want to get into a second business. I don't know even why I'm talking about this. Oh, the reason uh, it's because of Jason, Don. The more the radio show, the TV yeah. show, um, Betty and Earl's, and now the bar. Um, oh. What's the name of the bar? Um, Lush. 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 Uh, yep. And now he's putting his products in uh, Kowalski's. Yeah. And he's just, and, and I feel so, um, um, I, I'm just such an underachiever. Are you reading my mind? Because I have this, um, things we think in society are normal, but they're actually addictions. And one of them that you're describing, that kind of behavior is on this list. Jason, the Jason uh, it's phenomenon. It's side hustle culture. Tell me about this. Well, it's just um, the constant feeling that if you don't have some type of a side hustle in addition to your main job, then you're not winning. There's so many stories out there about, oh, my gosh, this person got rich off of Bitcoin. This person got rich off their TikTok. This person got rich off of selling their farts in a jar. Right. It's it's just ridiculous. Or like, what can I do to make extra money? I got to monetize this. That is exactly where I'm at. It's kind of like, yeah, you feel like you're you're behind. I feel the same way. But Jason is super successful. I mean, he's doing it right. He's making the correct business moves. And I don't even have it in me to try. Yeah, it's okay. I like going home at 2 in the afternoon and falling asleep in my chair while watching Hulu on my phone and yeah. a documentary on TV. Snacking on something. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's... So what? what? But it's, it, it doesn't, you know... Oh, you're trapped up in that, in that idea. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm like, oh, I'm a ghost hunter. How can I monetize that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's exhausting. Right, and now there's people monetizing uh, Twitter. These clowns really? that, yeah, these people that listen to uh, the scanner and then report what they hear. They re report every single thing they hear on the scanner, and then they beg for money, and people actually <gasps> send them money. Oh my gosh! Really. I couldn't imagine begging for money on Twitter. It'd make me feel like such a whore. Yeah, you creepy whore with your creepy coffee shop. Right. It's not the crabby coffee shop. That is the with the booths, and that's creepy coffee. All right, speaking of creeps, uh, Ross, <laughs> you are such a creep. <laughs> Reavers was out on Monday, and Matthew, a rookie, was supposed to be running the show and getting set up and ross was kind enough to go down to the podcast studio and get the camera system set up and get us all hooked up and get us rolling and then rookie would just sit down and and do it and before the before we started uh, and don you've witnessed this a million times uh the cameras were hooked up i combed my beard i i have a brush and i <laughs> yeah, brush my do. beard um, and R Ross, at the time, I saw you and heard you snickering. And I thought, yeah, that's probably the first time he's seen this. He'll get over it. But then this tweet appears, and I guess it's on Facebook, too. Oh, no. Where you're supposed to caption. It's a caption contest of Kenny holding this <laughs> cute little pink brush. Oh, Aww. gosh, Kenny. Up to my beard. <laughs> and all it did... There, I got it all combed out. It's just another opportunity for these people to hammer on me, Ross. That's all I get. You had a face for radio. My God, you're the ugliest person I've ever seen. You're as ugly as you sound, blah, 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 over and over and over. So now I'm getting beat up on both Facebook and Twitter, and it's all because <laughs> of you. Well, three things. One, the people that do that, they're insecure in themselves. That says more about them than you. So Still we'll, doesn't cut down the hurt factor, but so we'll, okay. We'll put that back on them. And yes, I would like to point out this is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> you want Jackass. more likes? You, He's trying to you, get more likes. Ross. Over, over 25,000 impressions, which is huge. I mean, you're showing up in front of people that didn't even know you existed, so hashtag content is working. And... Most importantly, there's an inaccuracy in your story, and it's a pretty big one. Oh, What's boy. What you miss? doing that actually also appeared on YouTube, because I don't even know if you know this. You, maybe without even realizing that you're doing it, you work on your beard during the show. <laughs> I took that from, like, the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> When I, was, when I was looking for something to put on YouTube. <laughs> you. So whatever I was snickering at was something different. So Ross, when... there's one mirror in my house, and it's eye level, so I can't see anything below my nose when I look in the mirror. And when we sit here with this camera, I, I have to sit here and look at myself, and I hate it. It drives me crazy. And so that's why, and I'm always worried about this dumb YouTube thing that you people have going on. I will say this, as somebody who has um, definitely lost the battle of the bulge in recent years, I hate seeing myself in pictures, too. My sister-in-law sent me a picture of holding my niece 
Yeah. And it literally looks like I'm about to eat this tiny human based off of... Good. I hope that makes you feel awful. I, I do. I feel Good. awful. And it made They're me want to... like, he's hungry. It made me want to go home and literally throw away oh, everything no. that I had because... I look awful, and the pandemic hasn't helped this. Oh, true. Oddly enough, when I was unemployed, I, I say this uh, facetiously, but also kind of true. I would, every day when I was first unemployed, I would do two things. I would look for jobs, and I would go walking. I was walking five to eight miles a day for like what? three months. And not getting paid for it? I dumped almost 15 <laughs> pounds. Oh, no. I was getting paid. Wow. I was getting paid... Well, we'll leave it at that. I was getting paid a couple different ways. But anyways. Oh, my God. There's women in the woods watching him walk. They pay him money through Venmo. What's going on? I just want to say I commiserate with you on that, but we are all about creating content. And you, content. I don't think you understand. I say this all the time, and I'm not saying this just to, to pump you up. I don't think you understand your market value, and I can prove it to you, Mr. Uh, Kenny Olson. No, let's not do that. I don't want to hear anything. No, like you got to hear a couple of these comments. No, I don't. I don't okay. All right. The, the, the roommate tried this on me last night, and I walked out and went to bed. The one comment that just absolutely kills me. Proof that advertising works. The comment from, we'll just say, Gentleman Dan. Dan, brush comb. A wonderful product in a world of bad beards. <laughs> okay. now there, I, I don't know if the roommate told you, Candy, but as of right now, there's 132 comments on Facebook. I, I, um, uh, you know what? We actually have a show prepared today, so we're going to talk about something else. <laughs> Quickly changing uh, the I, subject. I, just, I wanted to hammer on Ross for a while, and it, didn't, it just didn't work out. Uh, the way I was hoping. Oh, by the way, speaking of, of photos and not liking yourself, uh, on uh, the Jason and Alexis show on my talk yesterday, we got to talking about driver's license photos because oh, Alexis yeah. um, took one that she didn't like. And Dawn, you threw your photo out there, Terrible. and it's a glam shot. I mean, it's it's it should be an eight by ten glossy. It's an absolute beautiful <laughs> shot, and you look fantastic. The only thing missing is like a fan blowing your hair, oh wafting your hair back. I don't like how close they are now. That's what we were talking about with the. They they used to give you more. They back up a little bit. Now it's like your whole face is in the frame. Yeah. I've uh, recently got mine changed, and it's no better or worse than all my other ones. They all look horrible. I do love that they care so much about the picture, but nothing else on the card. You know, right. I could take any of us, you know, I could take the picture of me looking as bad as I ever have uh-huh. and then fill out, yeah, I'm six foot three, 172 oh, pounds. Oh, don't accept any of those statistics yeah. exactly. that are ridiculous. Sometimes right. you're like, yeah, yeah I... Yep, I weigh 105. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, maybe in high school. Okay, speaking of my talk, another thing we talked about this week is this uh, documentary about Hugh Hefner. And um, it, it's, you know, the Playboy Mansion is just, for me, always been probably the just ground zero for every sexual tra- sexually transmitted disease that ever was. It just sounds the grotto to me is just gross, and all the people that that go there are gross. And as it turns out, Hefner is uh, was far more uh, of a horrible person than we ever imagined. Or I guess we could imagine he was, but we never did have confer- confirmation. 
But yeah. now we do. What's the name of this uh, gal that was his girlfriend for a while, Don? Do you remember? Yeah, Holly Madison. The story yeah. I did this morning. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the story you did yesterday uh, included Hefner canning apricots with Fido. Yeah, oh, that was um, so. It's a ten-part series on A and E. I think it's called Secrets of Playboy. And Something like that. Yeah. yeah, and it just started on Monday. I don't know if I can do ten hours of this, but um, including is one of his ex-girlfriends. I can't recall her name now, but she's sixty-five now. Sandra, uh, Sandra Theodore. Yes, yes. Okay. So she said that she once walked in on Hef with her dog. Right. And she, he said, oh, I just wanted to try it out one time. And she's like, um, okay, fine. But then she said she never left her dog alone with him again. So I went down the uh, bestiality rabbit hole today. And uh, I've got... <laughs> oh, better you than me. So Yeah, I've got one of the articles pulled up. And her quote is, I walked in on him with my dog and said, what are you doing? I was shocked. Uh, shocked, she said. He made it seem like it was just a one-time thing and that he was goofing off, but I never left him alone with my dogs again. Uh, hers isn't the only accusation of bestiality oh. at the mansion. Uh, in the series, Hefner's former valet, Stefan Tettenbaum, named Sex with Dogs in the lengthy list of sexually depraved acts on the menu at the mansion. Um, oh, <sighs> And here's where it gets really grim, and I don't even know if I want to read this, but I will. Um, <laughs> former Playboy Bunny mother P.J. Matson recalled witnessing porn star Linda Lovelace forced to perform oral on a dog for the amusement of Hefner and other members of his inner circle. And she was obviously drunk and drugged. They got her so messed up that they gave her the germ uh, that she uh, um, did it with a German Shepherd. Okay. He was a monster. Yeah, yeah. He was an I agree. absolute horrible monster. And just like, oh, it's all great. It's like we need to sexually express ourselves and all this stuff. But he was just a gross, creepy creep. Right. And his magazine, of all the magazines out there, his was the most, I don't know what the right word would tame. be. Tame. Yeah, genteel, tame. Um, almost borderline mainstream okay. His interviews, the Playboy interviews, were really yeah. good. I mean, mm -hmm. um, some of those interviews were fantastic, and you couldn't see them anywhere else. But when I was thinking about this, I was thinking of the show um, that is now called The Grand Tour with Jeremy Clarkson, Richard uh, Hammond, and James May. They used to, it used to be called Top Gear on BBC. Mm -hmm. Uh, Clarkson got fired for punching a producer, which, who can blame him? Oh, Ross, watch out. Yeah, who can blame him? Ross. Uh, and they went over to Amazon. They, they changed the name to uh, the Grand Tour. And one time, a few years ago, they were driving through Columbia, and they encountered a man that was making love to a donkey. <laughs> and Sorry. Yeah, and, and I, I know, and they showed it, Don. Don, no. from a distance. Oh, they showed it from a distance. From a distance, <laughs> and he got so much flack for it, saying that this was made up and they faked it, that he actually wrote a column for it three years ago, talking <laughs> no. about it. Um, uh, further investigations revealed that this guy was not an escaped lunatic, and that a lot of the men in his village do the same thing when they're bored or lonely. <laughs> And this is a normal thing in Colombia. But oh. 
But they always stipulate they only have sex with female donkeys because if you have sex with a male donkey, that's just weird. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's just... Uh, Sorry, I'm having a coughing fit because that's just so stupid. Why do they have to do it on the side of the road? That's my question. Like, I don't want them to do it at all. But if they're going to do it, go... Behind yeah. a hay bale. It is Can kind you... of a roadside attraction, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> that Do they reminds want to be me, watched? Reminds me of a Beatles song, too. <laughs> Why don't we do it in, in the road? So when you think of bestiality, and I told you I went down the rabbit hole, when you think of bestiality, you obviously think of Wisconsin, right? What? Yeah, Wisconsin is ground zero for bestiality oh, no. in the United States. Oh. And was only recently outlawed, I'm going to say, last year. Really? Yeah, 2021. Oh. And there's a lot of stories in uh, Wisconsin. Like there's one guy that repeatedly uh, was having relations with a horse. Yeah. And then I discovered oh, while doing um, in the Google... Um, researching, I discovered a gal that was on Twitter going under the name of Whitney Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. And she had, she had since, uh, I think she actually served time because they caught her and prosecuted her, prosecuted her, but she was letting a dog do all the work for her. I know, Don. I know. What is what is there a moment when you go, I shouldn't do this? Like when people <laughs> offer you cocaine and you go time after time, nah. When is that time that you go, okay. I'm going to do this dog? Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't actually sex. It was oral. Ah. Oh. Well, yeah. Which way? Uh, the dog to her. Okay. And she offered up these videos on the internet. <gasps> oh, well. Oh, yeah. And they eventually caught her, and then they passed the law, and they did all this. But she's back on Twitter, I discovered, uh, under the name of Lynn Liu, L-Y-N-N, last name L-E-W. And she fully admits to being the former uh, Whitney, Wisconsin. Um, but she's only got 2,000-some followers. And it's the typical uh, Twitter porn account where you just see a lot of... A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Did, did she posting new videos? Yeah, new videos, but nothing with animals. What if I, can I just, I can just look at it but not follow her, right? Right, I'm not right. very good at Twitter. Yeah, um, search either Lynn Liu or her actual name is at Lynn Witt, W-H-I-T, Liu, L-E-W. You uh, made me curious, so I looked up. There actually are still four states that do not have any laws that prohibit Sex with animals. Fact checker John Height checking I, in. I had Who? to. Where Where is uh, Ross going to move to? Wyoming. Oh, wow. <laughs> what about the Dakotas? <laughs> no, Dakotas are good. It's Wyoming, yeah. West Virginia, New Mexico, and Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, that surprised me of those... Uh, of the four, wow. that was the one. That... A lot of chickens I learned this morning on Jason's show. A lot of wild chickens running around Hawaii. Just, really? Yeah, just uh, crazy wild chickens. They don't belong to anybody, just running around. And I think that's actually a thing, too, isn't it? Ross? Yeah. I don't know. Ross? Um, I don't know. The only thing I know 
animal related when it comes to Hawaii is that statistically in Hawaii, your odds of hitting a deer while driving are almost as likely as being struck by lightning. There's just not a lot of deer There's in no Hawaii. Deer? Yeah, yeah, how would they get there? I don't know. Someone must have bought a, brought a couple over. They swam, I mean, they swam all the way across the ocean. You're distracted by uh, uh, your phone. Did you find her on I Twitter? D- I can't. I actually forgot what you said. So I've been trying a lot of things. <laughs> I, I want to admit this is the most uncomfortable I think I have ever oh. been on this podcast or it's, in this building. Uh, this is a this is an interesting well, topic. How do you think I feel? I've got four windows open on my work laptop, all relating to bestiality right now. <laughs> What's her name again? Lynn Liu, L Y. N N L E W. Oh, yeah. L E W. Yeah. She's also on Instagram, evidently. I, I got one for you on that, Kenny. Uh, huh. I'll keep this as clean as possible. But apparently, uh, uh, not apparent. Didn't know this was a thing. I'll admit this. Don can maybe chime in here. Okay, sure. Apparently, when you're going to have a, a child, there's like. Pre-exercises and things you can do. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For me, that was going to high school. Down. (laughs) Down. (laughs) Down below to get ready for that. So, oh, Kegel exercises. Kegels, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You can do them too, Ross. I feel like there was a different term that was told to me, but at a previous... Well, it's it's the walnut game. You put a walnut in there and try to hold it in. So a previous employer, some... uh, We had a... (laughs) Why would it just fall out? (laughs) We had an advertiser who wanted to talk about... Excuse me. I offer up these classes, and they were they were gonna. They, I mean, just whatever they were gonna advertise. Okay. And Ross <laughs> doesn't really have any idea what they're talking about, so the program director replies to an email and says, "Hey, <laughs> I'm all for this advertiser as long as Ross is doing the demonstrations." <laughs> Clench, Ross. Clench. (laughs) I read that email and I'm like, I don't know what the bleep anybody's talking about. So here I am. You're just like a 30-year-old Boy Scout waltzing through life, just oblivious to all the creepy, gross things. Yes. Uh, Yes. Here's the the best part. I'm I'm not going to rat anybody out, but uh, you can put two and two together. Is it Reavers? No, this was actually... This was actually really fairly recent. I may or may not have been working for a public radio station, which may or may not have been owned by a school district. Uh, We know the one. And And I am searching that term on that computer. And it shows oh, up, and no. I and I immediately go, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> you yeah. just yeah. have to close it out, <laughs> Ross. You should know uh, when when your uh, significant other is pregnant, you go to these little classes before the pregnancy. I do know this. this. There's a long discussion, yeah. many day discussion about yeah. that. Uh, and when when my wife was pregnant, uh, she we had a cute little nurse explaining everything. And my wife, of course, being pregnant and a bit emotionally, immediately accused me of enjoying the conversation <laughs> oh because of the cute I little love nurse. It. Oh yeah. my god! My sister used to teach those classes. Really? Yeah. Huh. Labor and delivery nurse, and then she did Lamaze classes. 
Yeah, uh, that wasn't any fun being being in the room. I, I got to tell you, uh, <laughs> and I think if you're a male and you admit and think that that was fun and seeing that little monster emerge from the woman you love, <laughs> that uh, monster. That's uh, that's uh, something's wrong with you. you, you you're troubled. Yeah. My mom went to Lamaze classes with me, and yeah. um, but when it came time to me actually giving birth, she was a little bit too upset about it so my well i mean my sister came in with me and both of my sisters are baby nurses one was a labor and delivery nurse and the other was in the intensive care nursery at the same hospital so they were fine to just jump in that was every day just every single day yeah they delivered babies all the time so it was like you know yeah it was no problem and pinch it in the case of Ben, the cord was wrapped around uh, his neck, so every time oh. she pushed, his heartbeat would drop. Oh, no. So then they go, okay, we're going to go C-section. And uh, I'm like, oof, good. That's great. I don't have to be it. Oh. And then they grab me by the back of the neck and haul me in there. They, you know, they don't give me any choice at all. The only choice, they, and they put all the scrub stuff on me and the mask and all that, and the only choice I had was which way I was going to face. Uh, and I had you said my, the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm face down on the floor. That's which oh, way I'm facing. Yeah. Uh, but I had uh, I opted to turn my back to the carnage and face her. And just seeing the, the suffering she was going through, it was you know that's yeah. emotionally scarring. That's damaging. You can't make a husband go in there. A husband's place is at the Legion, smoking a cigar, oh, drinking no. a whiskey. That's where the husband belongs. I don't get out of the fifties. No. The uh, the old days. We had a picture uh, when I was growing up of my father and his buddies with about 30 beer bottles on the table. And my mother said, this is when your brother Tim was born. This That's is where fantastic. your dad was. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh I don't gosh. see the problem with that. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, how, are mean, you ever, how are you ever supposed to go there again after witnessing that? <laughs> oh, what are you, Elvis? <laughs> what, the Madonna no. horse syndrome? Come on, dude. What, what is that? He, I, I, yeah, it's it's a it's um. If you he he didn't once Priscilla had babies he didn't want to be with her anymore wanted to move on because they have this notion that if you're not virginal and now they've ruined it and they have to oh like it's called you're either a Madonna you know like or not Madonna whore. the singer like Mary right. mother the Madonna right. or. Right. A whore, and so they're not sexually interested anymore. Oh, I, the, well, no, mine, nothing like that. I, I, I appreciate and love sluts and whores. Um, they make the world go round. Um, and I'm being serious. I'm not trying to be outrageous at all. Um, and there are male sluts and male yeah, whores, by yeah, the way. Yeah. No, my problem was every time you face that, you see your kid. Oh, that's I the problem. See. Okay. You, you never, you know, it, it's yeah. So, uh, well, how do we get in this audio? Teetering, yeah. teetering on the explicit category. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> show comes with a warning today. Yeah, you have to put warning, explicit material, bestiality. You know how they do the warning at the top when you're watching Hulu. What <laughs> yeah. topics were discussed? Yeah. And smoking, too, by the way. And oh, smoking. Yeah. smoking. Yeah. De- depict scenes of smoking. Um, should we do start doing a show, then? Now that we got that out of the way? Yeah. Um, because sticking with sex, the uh, uh, Sex Olympics are going to kick off here uh, pretty soon in the next, what, two weeks? One week? Yeah, February next 4th? week. Yeah, yeah. February 4th. The Sex Olympics? 
Uh, once again this year, uh, Beijing Olympic organizers are keeping up with the tradition of making condoms available to athletes despite detailed social distancing guidelines intended to curb the spread of COVID-19 with the closed loop in which the games will take place. All Olympic-related units will provide appropriate quantities of condoms for free at the appropriate time to people who've checked in to stay inside the loop. So evidently, you get in this loop, you pass the test, right? And then it's close off, game on, right? And everybody's banging everybody. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's always been the history of the Olympics, of right? Of the Olympics, yeah. Really? And, I, well, I think the athletes get dozens, right, of condoms? If uh, not more. It's not your condoms, yeah. really. Yeah. I mean, wow, bonus. You've, you've trained your whole life to be in this particular sport, and this is your big moment, and you're worried about who you're going to have sex with? I think the reason for the condoms is uh, you're not worried with who it is because it's just going to be random and constant. And when you're not competing <laughs> on, on the field, uh, the playing field. <laughs> the minute you get off the field, it's just, it's you're just like, who's next? Bang, Come on. bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, boy. Well, that's the perception we get, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I have is. a question. Yeah. The Olympics are still in Beijing. I thought it was over. What is this? The Winter Olympics? Yeah, you guys, I don't know. They had to postpone okay. one, it's, which was the summer, right? That was moved a year. Uh-huh. And this is the traditional run of the winter. So that's why they're so close and back to back. I just feel like we've been in China for a very long time. Well, yeah. And plus, didn't they give us COVID? Oh, no. Uh, Oh, we're not supposed to do politics. That's right. We're not doing politics. Uh, Reading on here, uh, in the playbook on COVID-19 measures for game personnel, athletes are instructed to minimize physical interactions such as hugs, high fives, and handshakes, and to maintain a social distance of at least two meters from fellow competitors unless canning apricots, and then it's, you know, know, have at it. (laughs) That'll all make coitus very difficult. The coitus Olympics. Oh. The fornication follies. <laughs> How long have they been doing this? It's been, um, what, the last four or five Olympics uh, that they've been... Since the 1988 Seoul Games, according to the story I read. I thought so... you meant the Olympics. I'm like, ancient Greece? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. You know, and they probably, this has probably been an issue since the get-go, Right. Yeah, yeah, but the, originally they did it because that was around the uh, time of AIDS and HIV, and right. they wanted to oh. cut back any risk of, of that. Oh, sure. So. Well, I mean, when you think about it, if you um, have been mostly training in a sport your whole life, your body's going to be pretty amazing. And then yeah. you're going to meet other people with amazing bodies, and you're at yeah. the your prime age where you have the energy or desire to do those things. Yeah, and, and and it's like spring break. Only they take it. It's professional, right? Yeah, I sure wish I had a Wawa pet hooked up to that guitar behind me. What else do we want? Anything? I've, I've got, got a, a whole... story about condoms. Yeah, okay. <laughs> let's let's okay. make it the sex show. Sure. Hell. <laughs> yeah, including bestiality. Gross. Okay, so there's a new condom that has just been created. It's called the CSD 500. Yeah. Um, and it's been in development you for know, a while. Don, I think 
I have a chainsaw with that number on it, the, <laughs> the CSD 500. Yes. It's like a 21-incher or something like that. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay, so this condom, the reason why it's different, um, that it's nicknamed the Viagra condom because it has a gel inside that increases blood flow and helps men perform. Uh, the gel is called Xanafil. That's yeah. similar to Viagra. Uh, so this team at Ohio State has been researching them, and they just published a report on how they could encourage more people to use protection. Uh, 500 couples used them for six months in this study. 16% said it made sex more pleasurable. And um, But, you know, that sounds like a low number, but then another 67% said it is about the same as not using a condom. Oh, as far as the feel. And so 83% total said it was good or better than normal condoms. Hmm. I have a. Oh, it's not available in the U.S. yet, except for the people at Ohio State. Ohio's (laughs) for lovers. I'm going back to college. (laughs) Where they tested it, right? Yeah. Because that was my first question over the counter, or do you have to, uh, you know. Because you can't just buy the blue pill uh, over the counter. They might be. John? No, you can't. Thank you. <laughs> but as the old engineer in my old radio station said, you can get them from Canada. Yeah. You want to cut yeah. in? It's like the first day I met the guy. He's like, oh, yeah, I get Viagra from Canada. And I'm like, oh, okay. You want me to get you some? And he goes, you want, you know, I can. And it was me and my new co-host. And we were like, well, hell yeah. <laughs> but we didn't ever do it. But it was just such a weird conversation that you would have on your first day of the job you ever have sex in a radio station who are you asking uh the three of you no i haven't yeah i haven't either. i'm usually too busy how about working how about you kenny uh only alone john only oh, alone. No. <laughs> what time is it <laughs> oh i did i didn't know that's what you meant <laughs> it's 11 11 make a wish <laughs> um i have a question about condoms um uh, how do I word this? Do do women know the difference if one is on or not, and and does it make does it make a difference? I I think that it doesn't make a difference. I would say, like I don't I don't know. Yeah, but it does. I know it makes a difference for y'all. Yeah, as far as I remember, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh boy! Pretty quiet there, didn't it? I uh, the way Kenny just said, "Yeah, okay," made me I, think of Chris Farley. <laughs> Do you remember when you were with the Beatles? Yeah. Okay. I gotta tell you guys, uh, the last I don't know how long forty almost forty five minutes. I'm spent. I'm oh, done. Me too. I I am Ross. Get get us out of here, Ross. I, yeah. I, okay. Great. I love it. Right. Thank you. Absolutely. Here comes your clothes. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I don't know why you listen, but uh, thank you for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. We might see you next week. Maybe. Go crack some walnuts. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.